welcome to Bucket List Bums. I'm Riley. And I'm Haley. So this is episode three, and this one we're going to talk about Havar. So this is going to be a couple parts of this trip. I think Croatia is becoming longer than we expected. I mean, there's just a lot to talk about, and we don't want to, like, miss some of the funny parts or the funny stories just to try and get through logistics, because what? That's not fun. Um, I think the funny stories make it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Next episode, stay tuned. Yeah. It will be Croatia still, though. So we're going to start with our little date questions that we like to do. What superpower would you pick if you could have only one? i pick teleportation because I never would have to sit in traffic again. Okay. I would never have to buy a plane ticket. I could just, like, zap myself somewhere for a day. Like, oh, I want, like, mm. I don't even know. Oh, I want Indonesian See- food. I think I'm going to... Go to Indonesia. Like, I think I'm just going to leave you with that question because that sounds like the best one and I'm just going to steal Either yours. Either that or if I was Elastigirl, I could, like, throw my hand across the room. But, like, why... So I could turn off a light switch without having to get out of bed. Oh, okay. See, I, I'm just... I don't know. Like, mine, in my head, I'm like, okay, I would want to know what people are thinking. But then I know how dangerous that is because I've watched Twilight and he, like, was losing it, man. <laughs> so, I know that's not ideal. But it sounds ideal. I don't think that would be good for me. Because even if I made someone mad and they were just like, she's really annoying me. it would I would forever be like, oh my god. Yeah. I annoy them. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't yeah. talk to them. It sounds too good to be true. And I think it would be. Okay, and my question for you is, are you an early riser or are you a night owl? So, I think by choice, I'd prefer to be a morning person, but I definitely have a really hard time falling asleep at night because I'm, like, just, my brain is running. But I also am the type that, like, like, I can wake up and not need caffeine and I'm good. So, like, I'm kind of in between, but I also like to sleep. So, probably more night. I am a night owl as well. Yeah. I do, I mean, it could be 3 a.m. and I've done the most work I've done, like, like I will decide at 2 a.m. It's like time to clean my room and I'll clean it so fast and it'll be so clean because it's when I'm so concentrated, but I wish I wasn't. I wish I could wake up like at 8 a.m. and like wake up like sleeping beauty all rested. But I wish I could just wake up and I would like, instead of wanting to lay in bed for two hours, watching reels on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Mine's more of just like snooze and then my eyes just are so heavy. I don't There's want to a thing you should know about Riley. She is a power napper. I I love power naps, guys. Here's the thing though. It is the when I take naps, I'm out for like two hours. But when right like when we were traveling, we sat in the room at one point and Riley's just like, I need eight minutes. I said, <laughs> What? She was I just need eight minutes. And you did. You slept for eight minutes and you woke up and you were good. I like it's like a it's like my caffeine it's just like a restart and I used to do that in high school too in between school and soccer I remember I would come home I would take I would set my alarm for 10 minutes I'm a coffee drinker so I just drink coffee whereas you're not so coffee tastes like farts (laughs) coffee tastes like the gods are saying to me it tastes so terrible guys I don't know what I'm like really weird with what I drink I think we're kind of starting a trend I don't like liquor I don't like coffee. You're not a big soda person either. Not a big soda person. It makes my tummy hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyways, so moving on. We're starting. Stop laughing. Okay. Okay. We're we're going to start into our logistics. So if you want to know about our logistics for Croatia as a whole and getting there, 
listen back to our previous episode for Dubrovnik. And in our last episode, we talked about how we took a ferry from um, Dubrovnik to Havar. It was three hours. It was like $40. And it was a really smooth, comfortable ride. And it kind of stopped in like multiple different islands. I think Split was the only stop after it. Yeah. Or there was maybe one in between, but I mean, it was towards the end. We think we stopped at four or five places before. So that being said, yeah. Havar and Split are a good pair together because it's they're pretty close. I mean, I think they're... A lot of people will also do day trips from Split to Havar. That's yeah. how close they are. Yeah. This was our most expensive Airbnb, but it was also our biggest. Mm-hmm. And I would say our nicest. We stayed like, I mean, by the port... We were probably a five minute walk and thank God that we were because our bags on that old cobblestone. (laughs) Yes, that is something to keep in mind is that when you're going to really old countries that have a lot, I guess they're all old, but when you're going to really, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) they're all the same, I guess. But if you're going to places that you know are going to have cobblestone, just Remember that you are either going to have to drag that suitcase bouncing up and down behind you or you're going to have to carry it. And as we kind of mentioned in the, in our previous episodes, I was too stupid to bring a small bag. So I had like my full on like 50 U- pounder US of A 50 pound bag dragging that thing. And it just it was not fun. I had a carry on. I did end up weighing it later on. It was still 30 pounds. <laughs> I shoved it that full of stuff. So it was like a five minute walk. Super nice. Big place. Definitely could have had like a third person. There was like there a, was a day bed there. Yeah, there was yeah. a day bed. And so that was $134 for two nights. So still pretty damn cheap. Yeah. Havar though to know is an expensive place in Super general. Super expensive. I would say if you compare it to like countries in Europe, it's like the Monaco of Croatia. I was gonna say, like I've never been. Like if you want to find a yacht sugar daddy, like this is where you need to go. Like it, you could just feel the money, and you could just feel the yeah. people, the type of people it attracts, and it's a party. I mean, it's a party island. So Havar is a really big island. So maybe Havar itself is just for the really ritzy, and maybe the Havar other parts. Havar town. Yes, Havar town. Yeah. But maybe the rest isn't as expensive. Well, we, well we'll get to it because we kind of traveled out and it was a lot more like locals. It was a lot more relaxed. But this specific area is definitely very like yeah high end. And, and it's supposed to be like clubbing central too. So like we went out when we first got there. We you know went back to the place and then we decided to go walk around. And I mean, it was just like everywhere, even the bakery. So, (laughs) oh my gosh, we found a bakery. There's a bakery that was like a chain. We were in there. We were getting a sandwich or something. All of a sudden, the guy in front of us is ordering and then we're standing there and it goes like EDM full out, like club raging music. And it was loud. And I was so confused. I just stood there (laughs) and I was like, did I miss something? Does this turn into a club at eight o'clock at night? Like, what is happening? And everyone acted like this was the most normal thing they've ever seen in their whole life. Yeah. It, I mean, it was like, and even when we were walking at the bars, like we saw a fishbowl. Wasn't it like $30? By uh, the time you did the money translation, it was $50. Which is insane. And I'm not buying any alcohol for that. Mm-mm. So, I mean, it would have to be sprinkled with gold for me. I don't know. It just felt like very... It felt like very, the well-to-do. Yeah. And then... Beverly Hildy... And I would say I felt very out of place in yeah. Navarre. Well, and we weren't like dressed up because we had just come from like I'm pretty we're, sure we were, we're wearing... bucketless bums for a reason. Yeah, guys, we're bums. We were wearing like t 
t-shirts or tank tops or something. Also, I've never seen wild pomegranate trees. There was just yeah. pomegranate trees there. There's a lot of random fruit growing, I remember. I just have never seen yeah. a pomegranate tree. Never even thought about where they grew. Me neither. We, you know, went to bed that night. We woke up and we had already booked. This is like one of the only things that we really booked in advance mm -hmm. was an island hopping and blue grotto tour. We did that. It was 80 something dollars a person and it was eight full hours. So it was, you know, that's not terrible compared to, you know, tours in the U.S. I just Googled it or looked it up in my thing. So the tour is called the Island Vis 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 discovery day tour from havar i found it on viator it started at 10 a.m and then it dropped us off like at what six or I feel seven like it was it was way it was actually over eight hours because we spent a good amount of time at that restaurant yeah but what's kind of nice about it is like it's individual people doing their own thing so it's not like they all have to have a boat back at a certain time and he was like if we haven't seen everything where there's an extra line somewhere like that's fine yeah so that was nice but for two people, it was 150 We still had to pay to get into the Green Cave. And then we had to pay to get into, into the, the Blue, Blue Grotto. Grotto. But each of those were like, what, 10 bucks less than that? The, the Green Cave was five, I think. Yeah. Five USD. So, yeah. It, I mean, it was like our only thing that we kind of big splurge. But we knew we wanted to see the Blue Grotto. They said it's bluer than the one in Capri. So when we got picked up, the thing to know about Havar is when we say like the harbor or where we get dropped off or whatever... It's right on the main part of the yeah. town. It's just like yachts park there. The ferries park there. These little boats pick you up from day trips. It's all in the same area. Right. So it is very much all right there together. So when we got picked up, we got picked up right there at the front where we got dropped off by the ferry about two minutes from our Airbnb. Yeah. The first stop that we made was like a little snorkeling area. This is where, um, and we'll post this because this is one of my favorite things. Haley did her first scorpion of the day. <laughs> um, she told me that she was a great diver and literally her, the back of her heels touched her head. Um, <laughs> but on video, shall I say. I did. Um, so the, we were supposed to snorkel there. Did you see any fish? There um, were, like, there's... I, I mean, there was some under the boat, like, in the shadow area. Yeah. But that, first of all, that water was cold. We were snorkeling for 45 minutes. And I, it's one of those things where I thought, I'll warm up, I'll warm up. I had goosebumps from start to finish. I yeah. was cold the entire time. Yeah. Also, the one thing I did see there that I've never seen anywhere else in the world is sea urchins. Just out in the water. I've never seen that anywhere else. There wasn't much for me to see. I was a little unimpressed. So I was back in the boat because it was cold. One thing to know about sea urchins, I didn't know this, is you don't touch them. You don't pick them up. I'm used to the... Haley, what? you didn't know that? <laughs> I told you I've never seen wild ones. I've only seen them like in touch tanks and aquariums. Okay, okay. So apparently if you touch them or pick them up, they can like embed themselves in your skin. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get them out is by sending them in further and then pulling them out. That terrifies me. Just the thought of that. Yeah, I guess I've known that. I don't know why I've known that, but I've known that. Well, you've been to some tropical destinations too. True. So when we got picked up from the harbor that morning, that little area. Yeah. We were on the boat for probably about 45, 50 minutes to the snorkeling spot. We were on the boat for quite a while to get there because this 
Oh, yeah, 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 where yeah. the Blue Grotto is. It's not really anywhere near it. It's not like a quick one, which is partially why it's eight hours because it's like an hour and a half to get from Havar to the Blue Grotto by yeah. boat. So I think that's also something to take into consideration if you do get seasick that that because these are small boats. Yeah, so that was a long ride. The first stretch was definitely the farthest, yeah. but it really wasn't that bad of a ride, especially if you don't get seasick, but it is bumpy. So make sure you do have a place to like put your things. Because we started, we put our phones away because we were afraid they might fly out. So then we went to the green cave. You had to pay to get into it. However, there's nothing online about it. No pictures, no nothing. So I had no idea what to expect. I'm like, okay, this is somehow a green cave that's kind of like the blue cave, but it's green. That was what my impression was. What was yours? I had no idea. Because from what I could tell, it was very different than the blue cave. Also, I was trying to figure out how do you pay for this when they literally just park the boat <laughs> outside the cave? There's a ticket guy on a boat who yeah. comes around and you give your money to like the tour guide person. Yeah. And then they tell him how many tickets and then he just says, go. And then you just hop in the water. Yeah. They don't give you a band. And we don't even, we didn't even know where we were going. We just kind of saw the, like these people and I'm going, Haley, like... Where is, where are we going? What are we doing? And she's like, I don't know. Let's just keep swimming. There was honestly no explanation. They just told us once we paid to get in. Yeah. And be back in like 15, 20 minutes. That's all we were told. So finally we kind of like throw our goggles on and we look under the water and Haley's like, it's here, it's here, it's right here. I'm like, here, where? The green cave. Not sure why it's called a green cave because it's a little hole that's at the top of the cave that shines light down into the water. And so there's a beam of light in the water kind of makes it green. Did you think it was super green? It's when you're underwater and you're looking at it from a distance, it looks green under the water, that beam. Okay. Otherwise it's just a hole in the roof of the cave. I just feel like there could have been a better name for that. I mean, Portugal is full of caves like that. Yeah. They don't call it like a green cave, like a a brown cave. I don't know, there's no color attached to it. Yeah, it was, I mean, I. I'm sorry, I've not been to Portugal, but I did think that it was really cool. And you could swim down and kind of like swim by the beam. And like, so I've got some good footage of that on the GoPro. The thing that is funny is we did do that. We swam down there. By the way, that water is very deep. I kept trying to get down there and oh my God, I thought (laughs) I was going to suffocate down there. When you were trying to take pictures and everything down there and if you have an underwater camera, everyone else there is also trying to do the same thing. So you're treading water and like trying to fight for your time to get down. But also everyone else is treading water around you, so you gotta get down far enough where there's no other butts or legs oh, in yeah, your Oh yeah, there's a couple butts and legs in our videos. So it is kind of, it's an artwork, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> well and another thing, like when the one picture that I had seen that made very little sense to me was a guy in a crisscross applesauce, like Buddha kind of meditation position in the light the the light ray right oh when you google it that's the picture yeah that's the picture so i'm like okay i want to do that picture well you can't like sit in the that was weird because he was sitting in the beam he was sitting in the beam with our our pale skin i yeah i i don't know what we looked like we were on we looked like (laughs) we were like like a light bulb we we were on fire or that we had just been struck by lightning. Yeah. We were, you almost couldn't tell there was bodies no, under there. Couldn't. It just looked so bright. So we changed our mind and decided to swim by it instead. I lost my snorkel in oh, the green yeah. cave and I just didn't really say anything to the tour guide. And some guy had to point it out to me. I didn't even know my snorkel. He goes, is that your snorkel as it's going to the bottom? <laughs> I tried to get it. It was too far down. 
before he'd even hit bottom. And then I was like, well, we're just not going to say anything. And then it they was never not, noticed. It was the, you had the goggles. Yeah. And you had the flippers. It was just that actual piece where you can breathe. Because it was kind of like a clip. It wasn't very secure, so it kind of came off. You also lost something in that cave as well. You lost your ring in that cave. Okay, yes. guys, obviously I'm not going to travel with my nice ring so i wore a little silicone thing but for some reason caleb thinks that my fingers are size like 10 and so they're very loose so anytime i'm in water water kind of gets under them pops them off i've lost like seven so well we were sitting with another couple in the front of the boat and i had said i kind of mentioned to them i was like i lost my snorkel but i'm not going to say anything to the tour guide and you were like yeah well i lost my ring in there oh yeah and the couple we were with they looked so shocked that you were so nonchalant about it and he was like what? And you were like, yeah, it just kind of fell right off. You're like, we're just not going to tell my husband about it. Oh gosh. And he was like, I'll go get it. I'll go swim back down there. And you were like, no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't a diamond ring. (laughs) It was was like $2 on Amazon. Yeah. Part of us will always be in in that cave. In the green cave. (laughs) And then I think we drank some beers. The beer there is pretty good. I want to say he did not have that in his description of what was included. He starts whipping beers out of a cooler. Yeah. And they have two beers there that are, like, Croatian's national beer that, like, every one has. I think they had a couple. My favorite was Pan or Pan or however they say it. Yeah. But, so he whipped out these tall boy beers. They weren't even small ones. (laughs) And then we're trying to drink these beers as we're going over these waves. So the beer is, like... It was, like, every wave was splashing up our nose. at one point I was holding it in the air because it kept (laughs) splashing. We stopped at another stop. Once again, boats could only go in so far because it kind of funneled in to this beach. And it's a very small beach. It's kind of in the middle of a canyon looking thing. But there was like a bar there, which we didn't realize from the boats because we couldn't see it. So if you want a drink there, I guess swim with your credit card above your head. I don't really know what to tell you. Yeah, it was really because we had to swim for a long time and I had my GoPro. I mean, a good 15 minutes at least. Yeah. And like, I'm a good swimmer. I mean, but we'd also already been swimming twice. And so it was just, it was a lot. That's also where I scorpioned again. Oh yeah, she did. This was sec- Scorpion number two. It was better, and it was a little bit better than the verse form. I another thing that we had we didn't touch on our last episode. We were like the only Americans anywhere in Croatia. That's true. And, yes. Like I'm not kidding you. Like it was a lot of Germans. Like the other couple that we were with were the only Americans we met the whole time. That was very peculiar because usually it's Americans everywhere. Yeah, dominating the tourist market, but lots of Germans, lots of Brits. They said a lot of Americans were very hesitant to travel, which is why they hadn't seen Americans. And that was why Croatia never closed their borders, they were saying to us, because they were a very big part of their, I guess, economy. But like the whole time since, I mean, it had been over a year since COVID started, we were like the only Amer- <laughs> like, so, like, I felt like we constantly had eyes on us, like, based off our behavior, like- Our I, voices. I, yeah, like- It was- weird it felt like they'd never met americans yeah. and they hadn't seen them in a yeah. long time anyway so then we ended up going to the blue grotto and luckily like they said that during peak season like the the wait can be like hour two hours they give you a number and you have to watch this ticker thing that like tells you what numbers are being boarded on these boats and it'll be like 10 through 18 yeah so like if you're in a big group or even with one person it's very possible you may not end up on the same boat together. Right. I was stressing. Those are the types of things the I The good news for. is the boat before us stopped right before my number. So then we were guaranteed to get on together because your right. number was right after mine. But basically they drop you off 
you go into this like little office building and you buy a ticket and then they hand you a number and you essentially just wait. There is a bathroom mm -hmm. there if you need to go. This is the island of this, these. Um, the island itself only has 13 people living on it. But, but they, it has an ATM. They do have an ATM. They came prepared. <laughs> um, they want you to pay for their blue grotto. What do you mean? Yes. So, should we talk about the tour guide? Basically, Haley meant to love her real life. I'm convinced I fell in love that day. We were the first ones to board, like to yeah. get on this boat. Like I said, it stopped at my, right before my number. So she starts kind of edging towards the side. And I was like, no, we're sitting over here. <laughs> and I sat right next to him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so I try to get a video of, of him. So I pan over to Haley and him, and he's like smiling, and Haley's mouthing, I'm in love. <laughs> uh, so that's funny. And um, before the boat even filled and took off, I leaned over to you and said in your ear, I was like, make sure you get him on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you just sounded very Minnesota there. <laughs> My family's from Minnesota, by the way, so I'm around Minnesota accents a lot. Minnesota. Yeah, so this guy, like, I don't know, like, his vibe just like... He had long hair. Yeah. He was tan. Mm -hmm. He was funny. His first joke was like the most perverted joke I had heard in a long time. That was time. a very dirty joke. Yes. Yeah. Our legs grazed each other. Okay. It was very great. Mm -hmm. um, so if anyone knows who I'm talking about and or sees him or knows him. We don't even know his name. Do you know his name? I don't no, remember his name. But I remember what he looks like very vividly. Tell him if he ever <laughs> is looking for a wife, I'm available. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So we, we go into this tiny, 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 tiny hole to get into the blue cave, which is, I'm sure you can guess where the dirty joke came from. We had to wait outside the blue grotto yeah. for other boats to come out because more than one boat cannot come in and out. So they have this whole, they have a whole schedule time. So they know how many are in there. So without even like having to communicate with each other, they already know how many are inside. Mm -hmm. To get into the cave, he's like, okay, you all need to duck down because if you keep your heads up, you will hit your head. On these rocks and even he had to duck down to get in the blue grotto was definitely better than what i was expecting dumb me didn't really know the science behind it so i kind of stuck i didn't either my gopro under there and basically what it is is it's a cave with an opening but the opening is underwater so the only thing that comes through is light so that's why it's so blue and it's the light reflecting off the sand sand because there's white sand down there yeah so um, it's a unesco world heritage site so nobody can swim there except for um ryan reynolds mm -hmm. It was yeah. <laughs> in, what movie was it? Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah. Some bodyguard movie Hitman's, with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And, um, and Salma Hayek. So, yeah. Yeah. So they jump off this cliff and then they go into the blue cave and it was in Croatia. If you swim in it, you will be fined. Mm -hmm. Like two, what is it? $250? I can't remember. And I kept asking him, I'm like, you swear that you've never brought a girl here? I don't, <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't believe you. And he's like, no, never. Whatever their accent is. <laughs> but yeah i was hoping he'd bring me an Ailey, or at least me <laughs> whatever i could be a little third wheel grandma we got back onto the boat after it was over and i think i made a comment i was like i'm still flustered or something i was like because like when i get in the presence of very beautiful men i like don't know what to do with myself oh my gosh the people who's been with us at the front this whole time the other americans he was like are we talking about the tour guide because they were on the same boat as us and i said yeah he goes he was very attractive. <laughs> he was like, I mean, I'm, he goes, this is my girlfriend right here, but he was attractive. <laughs> yeah. So it was acknowledged by everyone on the boat. Yeah. Then we went to a little lunch spot and we stayed there for a while. Then they dropped us off. So after we had lunch, 
we were pulling out of our little lunch spot. And I know in our last episode, we discussed European boobies um, on the beach. But I have never seen a naked man on the beach. <laughs> this was a new one for me. When I say naked man, I'm sure you assume we're talking an old man. Oh, no. This man was very chiseled, man. Um, very tan. Very nice bum. That's all I saw, but it was new to me. I have nothing to add. I mean, and what was interesting was, like, this guy was definitely with his girlfriend, right? And, like, she wasn't nude. So, like, where? <laughs> like. Once again, I, I wish I could be that confident. I, yeah. Guys, I don't know, but. I'm glad I didn't get, like, too much of a show that day, because that would have been even more alarming. I mean, and it was just a butt. I've seen a butt before. It was us and the other Americans in the boat, and we were all like, whoa, what? I know. And the guy's like, this happens all the time here. I'm the like, tour guide oh. was like, this is very normal for us. <laughs> that was the only time I saw it there. Haven't seen it since. Yeah. Guys, we'll let you know if we see a nude man on a beach in the future, but, like, that was definitely a first, and I don't... That, I feel like, was so culture shocking to that me. That was... Mm-hmm. Because you would never see that. In the, in the U.S., you can be arrested for that. Unless it is a designated nude beach. Yeah. You can be arrested for that. That is just culturally acceptable there. It's... Nobody cares. Well, nobody bats an but eye. But the thing is that, that I've kind of picked up on is, like, women still keep their bottoms on. So for this man to just go full-on nude, I'm like, okay. But I guess for them, like, if women are wearing tops and bottoms, for them to lose one of them, it's like, oh, they are nude. But if men only wear one thing... I guess, Haley. I don't... I don't I, know. I would be very interested to do a study on this. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that was probably the most shocking thing I, <laughs> that happened to us in Croatia. For me, at least, I just could not believe yeah. my eyes when I saw I, I felt like I have seen a unicorn. You did. <laughs> you did. That was a Croatian unicorn. I'm. If that's every day, I just, good job, Croatia, I guess. <laughs> so we went back, we showered, because we were tired, we've been in the sun all day, and we were talking about going to the um, Carpedium. Because that's which the, is a beach club, the biggest beach club like in Croatia. One, it's supposed to be one of the top ten clubs in the world. Yeah, and it's um, but like I didn't look into a lot of it before. Okay, I like to drink, but like I just get tired, you know. Like, and I like to use my days. So like a lot of times when I'm traveling, like partying sounds fun in in the perfect in theory, in theory, and in the perfect circumstances. If there's like one thing that, like, will make me want to not go, then I don't, like, I don't have to explain it. But anyway, so I was tired. And they were making us get COVID tests. For and the COVID tests were $30 each. So that was another fee on top of the club already. Yeah. And it was a ferry to the island because there was a curfew in all of Croatia that no one could be partying or no place past could be. midnight. Yeah. No place could be open past midnight. But this has an exception because they're, they're its own island. It just was overwhelming to me. I'm like, I don't want to, like, dissect all this. And the ferry was $50. Yeah. And then they said drinks there were, like, 12 to 14. So by the time we paid for the COVID test, the ferry, and, like, even just one drink, we were already looking at $100. So it just was a lot. And we were like, how poppin' is it going to be during COVID? But it's funny because this is, like, the first time where me and Haley had our first, like, miscommunication. Because... (laughs) She thought I wanted to go. And I didn't want to go. I thought she wanted to go. So, like, we took a little nap to, like, power nap and, like, wake up and go. 
Because we'd been in the sun all day and yeah. swimming and island hopping. Yeah. And so, like, I woke up on time because I thought she wanted to go out. And I turned the lights on and everything and she just stayed sleeping. And I'm like, do you want to go? Like, I'm texting my mom going, oh, my gosh, she's still sleeping. Maybe I don't have to go. And, <laughs> you know, she wakes up and she's like, we can still go if you want. I felt so bad because I thought, I was like, this is what she's really wanted to do. <laughs> like, what? And I slept until, like, 10 p.m. I did not. <laughs> At the end of it, when we came to the conclusion, I was like, you do know that I didn't want to go, right? And she's like, you knew I didn't want to go, right? I'm like, no. That was just, yeah. Oops. Then we just went back to bed. We just went back to bed. If you didn't listen to our last episode, you wouldn't know. But we were screwed up because we had taken a nap the first day we got there. And so our whole schedule was off. We were just tired. Yeah. And we had a long day the next day. So we, we were planning on getting scooters and mm-hmm. riding around, you know, to some, like, hidden gem spots in Starry Grod, which is another town. So we wake up and we go to the place to get scooters. We walk into one place and they're like, how much experience do you have? I'm like, oh, well, I had an electric scooter when I was a kid. (laughs) And he was like, no. They want you to have a moped license. They want you to have a lot of experience on mopeds. And I'm assuming it's because it's kind of top heavy. And I didn't ever know that. I thought you could just go rent scooters really easily. But it's just not the case. So we go to this other place that's like a little bit more low key. And I'm like, Haley, say you have moped experience just because so we can do this. And she was like, and then he looks at her or he looks at me and says, do you have moped experience? I'm like, yes. And, and he looks at her and he said, how about you? And she goes, no. And I'm like, you idiot. So I'm not good at lying. I don't like lying. Oh my gosh. And I felt bad because my mom always told me to not play with things I can't replace. Okay. And I can't replace that scooter. Fine. <laughs> so anyways, so they ha- luckily had an ATV, which kind of worked out better because I have driven a lot of ATVs. And um, another logistical thing that we discussed in the last episode was that I didn't have a working phone, but Haley had an international plan with, what, T-Mobile? Mm-hmm. And so she was our nap the whole time. So that would have been a nightmare Because there wouldn't scooters. have been a place to put the phone either. So we wouldn't Like, there's no way we know. could have held it and driven. Like, it just would have been hard to nap. So that is something to think about if you want to rent scooters or ATVs anywhere in the world. So we went on our merry way and we kind of found some, like, hidden gem beaches. The first one we went to, there were, like, two people and, like, a really old and, like, hidden motel like there's just a lot of off the beaten path stuff once you get out of that Havar town what was really cool is it just I mean there was kind of a rock area you could jump from so we were jumping from the rock area it was like the most blue water I've seen in a long time too it was very blue it was very clear on the rocks we were jumping from there was a girl from our tour in Dubrovnik in Havar with us there at those rocks what we kind of come to you know the main routes, the, it's a big triangle. Split Havar and Dubrovnik, Dubrovnik, Havar, Split. That is like one of the main and most touristy routes and itineraries to do. Mm-hmm. And it's all in the, what, Dalmatia coast? Yes, Dalmatia coast. Then we drove the ATV to Starry Grad, walked around, super quiet, super quaint. We had some bolognese at like this like mom and pop place. Like the babes of leaves were literally on the table and he like came out and like plucked them off and like (laughs) put them on our dish and like it was it was really nice i really enjoyed that part because starry grad starry grad as we had said was havar was very touristy there was people everywhere it was overpriced while starry grad wasn't the cheapest place there wasn't really any tourist it was very quiet it was 
you could tell it was locals walking around. So that part was really cool. I think it was just kind of the first time in Croatia where we were like, there's not really one, any yeah. tourists here, which was nice. Yeah, and it was like actually quiet. Like there was just not like any no hustle cars, and bustle. Yeah. Like even a lot of buildings were closed. There was just a few little stores open. And so the other thing that we did there was we went into the father of Croatian literature's home. We kind of stumbled upon that. Yeah, I had seen a picture of like a little like koi pond thing. And I was like, where is this? And then we just kind of like looked over and we we're like, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. And it was like five bucks and we walked around and, and it was just relaxed. It is pretty. The koi pond is pretty. And if yeah. you have an extra 20 minutes to spend and five dollars... I would say do it. I mean, there's not, again, there's not, this is one of those places there's not a ton to do here. It's like, maybe go to lunch and walk around and go check out this house. Like, Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. I mean, we didn't stay for more than, what, two hours? Yeah. We had talked about while we were there, if we went back to Havar ever, we would probably stay in Starigrad. Yeah. Because it, I would assume it's cheaper just because it's not Havar town. Yeah. And it was just quieter. Um, so I think if you're really going out, maybe stay in Havar Town. If you're looking for a cheaper place to stay, maybe quieter, and you have the means to go to and from Havar Town to see it or beach hop, I would say stay in Starry Grad. Another thing about Starry Grad, they found artifacts from the date back to like one of the oldest civilizations ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's literally why it's called Old Town. Because um, it is the oldest it town. It is the oldest town. Uh, well, one of them. Yeah. So we left there, and here's where the fun begins. I had read there are two roads in Navarre. There's the main road, the main cars drive on, and then there's the old road, which is how they used to get around, and it, you know, cuts through the mountains and, like, these old towns and lavender fields, which Croatia, when you go to Croatia, lavender is literally everywhere, and I had never seen a lavender field. So I'm like, oh, let's go to... See the lavender field, maybe some of these old towns and... Because you wanted to buy lavender too. But like these towns literally have like population of like five, population of 10. So in my head, I'm like, I don't want to buy lavender from these street vendors. I want to buy lavender from somebody who lives in the mountains and this is their source of income and whatever. We were trying to find the road to this town and there are tunnels. So there are mountains on this island. So there's a lot of tunnels between Havar Town and Stari Grad and there are long tunnels. So my phone kept telling us to turn around after, and then it would, or tell us to turn left and there's no left turn. Yeah. We're like, we're in the tunnel, buddy. How about you tell us to turn somewhere where there's a turn? So something was wrong or something has changed in Google maps and Apple maps have not caught up. But we had, like we said in the last episode, you didn't have your full capability of your phone. Yes. You were running on 2G when you thought you were running on 5G. So. Yes. At this point, we still didn't know that. Yeah. So it kept telling us to turn left. The left is the mountain. <laughs> there is no left turn to go to. We, we could turn right. Yeah. We went through that tunnel like five times. And finally, we got to the one side. And I said, pull over here. There's just the gravel road. And so we pull up. There it is. It's a sign that points to the town. And it's saying, go on this path. Which it's a is a very not- clear sign that says, yes. take this road. Which is not my fault. Just to say, like, they need to get rid of that sign for people like us. We start going up the mountain. And I'm like. Us being dumb tourists. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is the old road. It's not paved. Like, it's it's gravel. But It the- is gravel. But it's. It's very, very rough terrain and the whole time i'm thinking if this is the old road how are scooters getting up this because i'm in an i'm in a four-wheeler and 
this is not easy. Like, we were being bounced all over the place. L- l- yeah. There is no way any other sort of vehicle, no. bike, nothing could have made it up this road except for an ATV. Yeah. N- and I mean nothing. And the ATV was pushing it, too. Well, and then, so we start going up the mountain. And, like, so to the right of us is a very steep, steep hill into the ocean. But not, not even the ocean. It was the ocean was out. Like we it was like mountains. hill. Yeah, it was like a mountain we'll hill. We'll post a picture of this. Yeah, You'll see it. it. It's harder. So it's a it's a very like if we started rolling, we would probably roll and roll and roll. We wouldn't go into the ocean, but like it would have been bad. So that was on our right, and then to the left was like a wall. Well, this wall is definitely like seven hundred million years old, <laughs> and had mul- give or take. Yeah, <laughs> had multiple parts of the. Thing that had fallen into the road. The road is very narrow. So when the rocks fell into the road, it basically took up the whole road. Yeah, like I had to go over them, but only with my left wheels, not mm. my right. And so you know how tippy ATVs can be. Like I'm on play, on play, okay? Like they'll tip like that. So I'm like very slowly trying to inch because this is not like a little ant pile hill. I'm talking like we almost had to dangle over the side of like had we gone over the rock pile we would have flipped the atv over so it was it was stressful and the whole time Haley's going you know are we okay because i'm driving you know so i gotta be like the man in the relationship i'm like i got this guys. way to really be sexist there <laughs> okay whatever i'm like i got i got this i'm big strong Inside, my heart was beating a thousand miles a minute, and I was like, this is not okay. Here's the thing. We were on this road. There is no end in sight to this road. No. There is no town in sight of this road. There is nothing except for shrubbery yeah. that we see. And it's just, it's like spiky I mean, and, rubbery because it's it kind had, of deserty. And it had been like 30 minutes on this road. No end in sight. No way to turn around. And we're also trying to catch a ferry at 530, and it's now like almost four like probably four and we also have to take the atv back and get our suitcases out of where we had left yeah so like i'm like this is not good and she's going well what are we gonna do and i'm like i I said to her let's drive up to that point and if not we don't see anything then we will have to turn around and she's like well how are we gonna turn around and i'm like we're gonna have to get off the atv and we're gonna have to pick it up and try and turn it around. And I remember saying to you, how are we going to do that? Is one of us going to go over the side of the hill <laughs> to turn the other half around? I, it, I mean, it, we would have made it work because it wasn't like, it was not narrow. Because we would have had to. We would have had to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we also had filled the ATV with gas before we turned it in too. Yeah. So there was a lot to do and it was like crunch time. And we're just like in the middle of nowhere. Like, I'm pretty sure we lost phone reception. Yes. Yeah. So, finally, we get up to that point that I said, and I see, like, a little tiny little, like, cross thing. And I'm like, (gasps) so we, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there it is. So, we start to pull up, and there's, like, another tourist in their car where we find a paved road, and they see us coming out. By the way, at the top of this hill is a cemetery. Yeah. The cross we were seeing was the top of the cemetery. Yeah. So, we get up there, and it's these people that have pulled over on the side of the road. In their powder blue Fiat with the roof down. And they look like we have just come out of the graves. Like, I mean, we literally drive up out on our ATV out of the outback. And we're just like, 
hi and they're like what are you guys doing like i i honestly like was just so close to tears because it was just that emotional for me i just was like oh my because i could finally like let all my anxiety that i was trying to be strong for Haley go i don't we even had the gopro with us and at one point we started we were like well if this is it (laughs) i know i so this is the end guys we're like so (laughs) it was a joking sort of thing but there was a very real concern there for a couple of minutes on both ends where we were like there might not be a way to get out of this except go forward and we don't even know where this road goes if it narrows any further if it does we can't even take the atv then one of us it was a whole fiasco there was no getting out of it yeah so then we you know that was the old road was it worth it and we also call it the trail of death yeah, trail of death. And was it worth it? No. Um, I mean, it was Not okay. At all. It was fine. But, I mean, it, we made it back, got on the ferry, returned everything, yada, 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 moving on to split. Well, we made it to that town. We did make it to the town of, like, what, one person? We drive in and a lady's, like, waving. There was no lavender anywhere, by no, the way. No lavender, guys. It was, yeah. And so we're driving through this town, and I think it's been abandoned. When we pull in, there's no cars there's houses left under construction. Like there is just houses have partially collapsed that nobody has done anything with. So I thought it was fully abandoned. And then we're driving down the one road in this little village. And this old lady is like standing on her back porch, like waving at us. Like she hasn't seen people in 20 years. She was was so excited. It was sweet. We parked the car and have to pull the largest vine I've ever had to pull out from under. We couldn't get it out. Because we're like, you know, we don't want to take this back and like have evidence that we went off-roading in the outback. So we're like, we got to get this vine off. And, you know. It had thorns under it and it was wrapped under like one of something. It was something wrapped under-, under the axle. It was wrapped around the axle of yeah. the back wheels. And he was like, you got to get it. I'm like, I know. You want to help? But she's well, like, has- I don't know how. It also has thorns, and I don't, I don't like thorns. Whatever. This is why I'm the man in the relationship, guys. <laughs> Anyways, so we made it to the ferry. We got on the ferry, and we moved on. What are some things that you liked about Havar? I loved, I loved the beach in general. So I okay. loved the idea that you could beach hop, you could see smaller places, ones that maybe not really any tourists know about. Mm-hmm. So I really loved that aspect of it. It didn't feel like we were in Taurus Central all the time. Yeah, um, and we didn't mention earlier, we stopped at this one that actually took a hike to get down to. And it was kind of like a little, like, I would say like a K almost. Like it was like a moon-shaped bay kind of. And there was like a nice little restaurant down there. And it was just really quaint. Like we hung out in the water. We took GoPro videos in the water. Just fun. Like it was called, I'm going to say it wrong, Dubovica? Dubovica. And there was a good bit of people there, but it wasn't loud and it wasn't obnoxious. Like, everybody was just kind of relaxed. There are a couple of, like, little, little, little beach vibe bar things. Yeah. But that was, like, super nice. And there we were actually... There some yachts parked out as yeah. well on this beach. Yeah. We saw a guy there that had, like, um, eyeball tattoos on his back. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when we were posting our pictures on Instagram, like, we went to that tag and we saw eyeball, dude. On Instagram. I found, yeah, I was, I sent it to you. I was like, I found him. So that was weird. Cause it was like, and he's like, like a very wealthy man. He was on Forbes 30 under 30. Yeah. I was like, and I don't what? know, like this was Haley's guy. Like this should have happened, but we but just he didn't. wasn't the blue grotto guy. Let's no. Calm down true. there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was a little stockier and Scottish. So 
Was he? I have no idea. I don't want to... Never mind. I'm going to cut that. That's creepy that I know that. Um, <laughs> we didn't hear him talk. <laughs> um, okay, so... Please post it. I hope he hears us. <laughs> if you're listening, also okay. let me know if you want a wife. <laughs> no, okay, but this guy had a lot of followers, so I don't feel weird because, like, he had a lot of followers. Anyways... <laughs> Um, and, like, when you have a tattoo like that, you want people to notice you and remember well, you. Well, it's a very memorable tattoo. I mean, it was, like, his whole back. Like, his whole back was just these big and, like, pretty eyeballs. Like, they were, like, they nice were very. Tattoos. They were, like, fox eye. Yeah. What is your favorite part about Havar? I really liked seeing the blue cave. I mean, yeah, we had to pay for it. Yeah, we weren't in there for very long. But, like, I just thought it was really cool. Well, I think if you can't swim in it, you kind of go in, see it, and leave. It's yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And I also really liked the, like, I've never really done, because I've a lot of my, like, Europe travels have been cruises. And so I've never really had the chance to, like, take an ATV. And, like, like I've been to Santorini and I've saw so many people on ATVs. And, like, I've just never done it because I've been, like, go, go, go. We're trying to see all the stuff that we can within our, like, allotted eight hours at this place. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm already like that in general like go 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 but it was just nice to kind of have the freedom to just oh you want to stop there like we have time you want to stop you know Mm -hmm. so I like that a lot because I felt like we saw a little bit more and like got a little bit more of like the Croatian island vibe of just how relaxed it is and for like locals what it's like living on this island Yeah. yeah okay so what are some things that you didn't like or you think you could skip I I think we have the same one uh huh which would be the death trail. The, the trail death. of death. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't really touch on this, but like I was kind of shaken up for like a couple hours just because I kind of like suppressed like all my kind of concern while we were doing it. And so then like after when I knew we were okay, it like kind of just all like spewed out and I just was really anxious. And so I will de- I would definitely say trying to find it. But also, I mean, ha- it would have been nice had we found the actual road. Like, it would have been a nice little, like, up through the mountains, seeing an old town. Like, you know. I think had we, if we didn't have that road, we would have nothing negative to say about yeah, the bar. No. The only thing I would say is if you're on a budget, maybe do a day trip from Split or like, right. go to a different island. And another thing that, well, we didn't mention was these, like, island hopping tours, you can do from Split. It adds about, like, it adds, like, they become, like, 10 hours day trips instead so there's like probably an extra like 40 50 dollars on the trip fee but they're kind of in between havar and split these like little blue cave islands and stuff so that was another thing that we had to decide because we were like oh do we want to do it from havar do we want to do it from split so yeah that's why i think a day trip would be fine also i probably could have skipped like it was cool to see havar town but like that just that's vibe is not my vibe you know like yeah Getting out was, like, just a lot more refreshing. Well, we didn't really even do much in no. our town other than walk around the night we got there. Like, I remember we stopped at this, like, every restaurant, which is, this is really cool, but, like, this is cool for, like, when your dad is funding your trip, not, like, <laughs> when you are. Like, you know, you walk up to the restaurants and there's, like, containers where you can see all the fresh fish that they have and, like, what you can pick from that night and, like... And then you look and it's like a hundred dollar dish. You're like, okay, never mind. Like, it's just, it's yacht culture. Yes. It's Havar a huge is known. Yeah. It's, it, to me, it's kind of like they could go to the Greek islands or they could go to Havar or like Portofino sort of thing. They're somewhere in that area. Yeah. Okay. So what are some things that surprised you? 
The price of food again. I guess I expected it to be expensive. Because we'd come from... Yeah. I expected it because I knew it was the money area. However, I did not expect a fishbowl to be $50. The other thing that surprised me was just, you know, you you hear about, like, clubs... This First off, Carpe Diem. For them being so popular, their website sucks. There was very little information about how the ferry works, how COVID worked. Like, remember we were like... Oh, we were looking we at even, reviews. Yeah, like yeah. we were looking for all information about this big club that's supposed to be the best club and one of the best clubs in the world. Hardly any information on it. The only thing they really talked about was like what they had to offer. Like they had day parties. They had like mid-afternoon parties and they had night parties. You had to pay for each one separately. And it just seemed... It's just a lot. Like it's just... That's just a lot. Like can I just walk into the club and dance a little bit and yeah and that we and we the other thing we didn't touch on is if you missed that ferry coming back that night you were stuck on the yeah, island like, all they night. say people get stuck there all the time because there's no way back the last ferry's at like four i'm pretty sure in the morning yeah, yeah four in the morning and that's the thing you don't know if you don't know about europe they party till the sun comes up yeah but they also don't really start partying until like midnight um, another thing was just how big the island was in general, because I think this happens a lot of times. Like, you just don't think outside of that one town that everyone talks about. And then you're like, oh my gosh, wait, this island's actually a lot bigger. Like, I um, had no idea the island of Havar was, the island was called Havar and this was Havar. Like, I had no yeah, idea. I thought yeah. it was just Havar. Me too, me too. Would you go to Havar again? I would. I would say, though, I love clear water, so... Anywhere that has clear water to me is good. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would pick Havar over another island, though. I would go back, but I don't think I'd go specifically for Havar. I I think any, like, party hub is never, like, going to be, like, a go-to for me as far as a beach place, you know? like same. But, like, it was really cool to see. It was very cool to see. I feel like if we hadn't gone, I feel like I would have missed out. Yeah, definitely. But having been there... And also having been to other clear water places in Europe, I don't, like I said, I don't think I'd specifically go back, back for to Havar. Havar. Yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps up Havar. And I'm sorry that I've had a squeaky chair this whole time, guys. I'm and not if farting. If you heard a dog in the background. We got Stan Stan here. He popped his We got up. like farty chair here. And next time we're going to talk about split and our car rental and there'll be more logistics involved in that Mm -hmm. one than there was this one and our the place we stayed was fun oh that that (laughs) has honorable mention honorable mention so yeah so tune in for next episode and follow our instagram just bucket list bums with the z pod follow us and rate us five stars on apple and spotify apparently it really helps we don't know though yeah so we're gonna go with it helps do it guys please thanks mom (laughs) yeah seriously thanks mom okay well we'll talk to you later bye bye